Welcome to Pursuit Church Mornington Podcast with Pastor Brian Carden. The message you are about to hear will help you build your faith in Christ and grow in the knowledge of His will. Let's go right into the message. Turn to your Bible, if you will, this morning to 2 Timothy chapter 4. We're going to begin reading in verse 3, 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 3. Hallelujah. 2 Timothy chapter 4. Verse 3, for the time will come when they, whoever they are, I just don't want to be one of they, will not endure sound doctrine. I'm just going to let that sink in for a moment. I'm going to show you some things today in the Word of God, and we need to understand that You're in a process of growth, development. You might feel, well, I'm a seasoned believer and a seasoned Christian. I've done this. I've done that. Glory to God. Thank God. But I found a lot of seasoned people become, well, seasonal. Why? I've done it. I know it. Been there. Come on. We become apathetic, complacent, content, so to speak, in the wrong way. But the Bible says they will not endure. There will be a time that will come. They will not endure sound teaching, sound doctrine. But after their own desire, their own lust, the Bible says, they call it lust. Lust is a desire. It's just a desire that we have in our heart and in our mind. We got a desire. I got a desire. A desire. My desire is leading me. My desire is the direction. My desire causes me not to endure. I got a desire. Come on. But after their own, you see that? Not God's, our own. You hear that? How do you know it's God's? Well, first of all, to line up with the Word. Is it line up with the Word? It line up with the Word of God, but it also line up in the Spirit, not just your spirit. You love me? You all right? Everybody okay? We're gonna hear some sound doctrine. Can you endure it? Say, can you endure it? Yes. <laughs> Amen. Glory to God. After their own desires, they will heap. They'll find them. They'll go search out for them themselves, to themselves. <laughs> Teachers. They'll find somebody who scratched that itch. Huh? That'll line up for a moment at least, for a season. It'll line up for a season for them, okay? That's what the Bible says. Now, I started this last week. We we're talking about process. Talking about a believer's process of development and growth. That the outcomes that God intends for your life in the spirit and in the natural. Did you know what happens in the spirit will ultimately manifest in the natural? You hear me? I know a lot of people try to separate spiritual things from natural things. But everything that you see that's natural was created by the spirit. That don't even make sense. Somebody talks like that. That's just let the ignorant be ignorant. Are you with me? That's what the Bible says. Praise the Lord. I feel like my granddaddy right now. My spiritual granddaddy that he is. 
You know, he talks like, he, I think he talked like that a lot. To themselves, teachers, having itching ears. Wow, having itching. You know what an itch is, right? That's just, man, I got I to I I scratch that. I got to have it. Come on. It's just, it's just something I got to. And, and oftentimes, we get off. In this, right? this is when we begin to get off. We're unwilling to endure to let the word of God change us so that our desires get in line in the spirit. You know, I said last Sunday, talked about my personal life and watching, and I'm sure every other believer goes through this too. I don't think it was just me because I've heard too many testimonies. I've heard too many teachings and understandings and listenings and have had good good spiritual development in areas. This is not about me, but I'm just talking about those who I know around me. I'm still trying to grasp a hold of all of those things that they taught, amen, just like you. Uh, and the point being is, is uh, many of these guys went through a whole lot of stuff, just like Paul the Apostle. Come on. Uh, people like Lester Summerall. People like Howard Carter. People like those in whom we have a heritage here in this church of. Uh, people like that. Uh, people who, who, who paid the price, who did a lot of things, who endured a lot of things uh, through, throughout, throughout their ministry. And uh, people who... Uh, taught us and spoke into our lives. Uh, now, Howard Carter was dead before I was even probably thought of. You know, I'm not even sure. I'm not sure when he did. But, um, but my point being is, is an understanding of the Word of God and how that we are to, de- to develop. Do you know the same Lord that you serve is the same one that Paul served in the Bible? Same God, same Lord. Isn't that good news? You know, you know uh, many times they would pray, the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. You ever heard that? Well, you know, this, that same God is your God. Amen. Isn't that good news? The same God of Paul the Apostle, the same God of Peter, of Timothy. Glory to God, the same one of John. The same one Smith, Brother Smith Wigglesworth had. The same one uh, Lester Summerall had. Are you hearing me? The same one Dr. Oral Roberts had. Are you with me? Oh, glory to God. Isn't that good news? Same one. But you know what? They went through a process, not only just those people, but all of the church. Went through a process of development and spiritual development through the knowledge of the Word of God, through the Holy Spirit of God working in them and for them. But the thing that hinders process Started that last week and spoke about it out of Romans chapter 12, verse 3. We like Romans chapter, one and, uh, uh, chapter 12, 1 and 2. We all probably got that one down. How about chapter, verse 3? It goes with it. You know, if I asked most of you in here today, uh, you might not even been in church very long, but you might even know the scripture. Uh, but if you notice, uh, Romans chapter 12, verse 3. And it tells us not to be high-minded. Now, we, we like to have the understanding of, you know, uh, we present our body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God as a reasonable service, and be, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then the next verse, for, for I say, though the grace given unto me, no, this is, I'm in verse 3, therefore I say, the grace is given unto me to every man that is among you. So, every, so did you hear that? 
He said, now, for this grace that I've got, I'm saying this to you. He said, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly. According to God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. For as many of members, for we are members, come on, not all members have not the same office. So we being many are, are, are one in the body of Christ and everyone members one of another. Isn't that good news? So you know what that looks like? See, when we have, when we have what we see here out of uh, 2 Timothy chapter 4, where he said, for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own desires, they shall heap to themselves teachers having itching ears and turn away from the truth, the Bible says. You know, oftentimes we, we look at that and we think, well, that means, you know, they've, they've renounced Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior and they're out there, man, and just living in the world. But that's not what he's talking about. If you notice, he says they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. So we need to understand that each and every one of us are on a process. But what is being processed in you? Is it a GMO? You know what that means? Genetically modified organism, right? Is, is a GMO been implanted in you? Huh? Is it something genetically modified? So that we can endure? Because, you know, it's a little bit too confrontational. It's just a little bit too, too much in, in, in the Word and in the Spirit of God. And Are you with me today? That means we're... we're our focus has become less about us and more about him. More or less about our will being done on earth, oh God, and more about his will being done on earth. There's a lot of GMO today in many people, and it hurts the process. And so we've gotten in our mind, well, I don't have to hear that. I can just go X, Y, Z. I can do this. I can do that. I can do whatever. Are you hearing me right now? But we need to have the word of God growing, developing, and growing richly in our life, changing our mind. That's how you renew your mind. You say, yeah, but what if, you know, somehow, glory to God, I, I don't fulfill what God wants me to fulfill. Well, then you're not trusting God. Are you hearing me? God's going to fulfill your life. Now, he might, he, listen, I've learned he'll connect you to that which is right in the spirit. But, you're gonna, but, but this, is, this is the key. Not based upon our own understanding, but upon the word of God. Not about our own will. Now, I, you'll find that I don't, I don't go around and try to wrangle people in the spirit. You know, oh, they'll say, the Lord, God told me to tell you, you are to be such and such right here with me. Are you with me? It'll be kind of like, and let me just help you. Ladies, if a man walks up and says, oh, I've had a vision. I've been dreaming about you. You need to tell him right there, you quit dreaming about me. You understand? That ain't God. That's his lust. Thank you, honey. That's my wife. That's not God. That's that man's lust in him, that desire he has. Now, praise God, he's got desire. Amen. But it needs to be pointed in the right direction. And that's to Jesus first. Come on. Amen. 
Men, it can happen for you too. Oh, yeah. Oh, I see you're so anointed. Oh, the blood of Jesus. Come on. That's when you need to apply. Come on. You need to always be wise about that stuff. Because this thing, this thing isn't done in the dark. It's not done in the dark. No, the light of the word of God will shine in our hearts and in our minds and we'll be transformed. Hallelujah. We'll grow in faith and understanding the knowledge of his will and grow in, in, in an understanding to fulfill and to do what God's called us to do. And I found out when God giving you something, listen, not hell and not man can keep it from coming to pass. Just look at Joseph. They sold him, they sold him out. Man, they found out he's got a, God gave him, God has a covenant and a dream and put something on him. Man, his brothers got all jealous and envious and said, we better get rid of this dude. Why? Because he's going, he's going, we just can't, we can't keep him in the same tent, so to speak. Huh? We got to get rid of that guy because our dreams can't come to pass. That's what it sounds like. Are you with me? It's what happens with lust. Happens in the church. It happens in many places, in many different ways. And you need to be wise in the spirit. Are you hearing me right now? And they threw him into a pit. He was sold into slavery. His coat was tore. I'll tell you what. I'm, I'm, I'm right. I'm, man, I've been working on something for a while now. And I'm, I feel like it's a book the Holy Spirit has given to me about altar, ark. Altars, ark, and anointings. If you follow the strain of that through the word of God, oh, it's powerful. And it's a procession of the will of God and understanding of what he does in his church, he does in the body of Christ, what he's been doing from the time of Adam. Did you know there are some offerings that God doesn't accept even if it's made? Look at Cain. Look at Abel. With Cain in a process of time, the Bible says, he brought his offering to God. But Abel offered the first of his flock. And the Bible says that God accepted Abel's offering and did not accept Cain. And what did Cain do? When you start obeying God, you start fulfilling, you start walking in that place. I've heard a lot of people say, oh, glory to God, I want to do what you do. I want to do this. I'm like, mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. But each and every one of us, when you begin to be a witness for Jesus Christ, if you think I'm going to tell you everything's going to come up roses and you're going to be, you know, you're going to get fame or something of that nature, you better be wise in that kind of stuff. It's not about that. But let me just say this. We do not fear. We don't hold back because we believe God. We don't hold back because persecution might arise. We don't hold back because you got to go through something. Well, I don't want to go through anything. I just want to kind of, you know, uh, have all the, all the fruit and none of that. I don't have to bear, I don't have to grow any root. You know what I mean? Uh, but you're going to have to press down in some areas. You're going to have to let your roots grow deep and, and so that the, when the winds come, you can't be shaken. So you can bear much fruit and good fruit. But that will come with a test and a trial of your faith, the book of James says. I know we don't like hearing that. That's not popular today. 
You know, we just want to hear, you know, God understands where you're at and he's going to be right there and he's never going to leave you and all these. Don't get me wrong. All that, some of that is true. But is it going to produce what God wants produced in your life? This is why it's so important today that we can endure. We have to have an attitude of endurance so that our own lust don't start reaching out, trying to figure a way out and try to figure a way to get what I want. Are you with me? We need, it needs to be built on sound doctrine. That's why we stick with what we do. Amen? Why? Because like Ezekiel, I, I, I learned a long time ago, you know, as a pastor, as, a, as somebody who ministers the word of God, it's so important. Because one day I have to stand before God and give an account for that which I've taught and what I didn't teach and whether I was moved like Saul and had more fear for the people than for God. And I learned a long time ago, I crossed that Jordan in the spirit, glory to God. I love every person, but I fear God more than you. Amen. Has that been tested? Time and time again. Praise the Lord. But I learned something. The anointing is better. Saul lost the anointing. He kept the people. They patted him on the back and said, well done. You're our good and faithful servant. But I'd rather Jesus say, you're my good and faithful servant. Are you hearing me? Oh, praise the Lord. And I trust that to be in you. Are you hearing me right now? Endure sound doctrine. Verse 4 says, And they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto mythos or, or fables. Or, or, uh, and let me just help you with that. That, that. that leads into a whole line of understanding. That, that fits a lot of things, whether it be all the other religions of this world Oh, well, you know, do you think that Jesus is the only way? Yes. Well, praise the Lord. How many can agree with that? Amen. Praise the Lord. I tell you, it's so important. And not only in that area alone, because the Bible teaches us that. And not only in that area alone. But this word mythos actually leads to an understanding exactly what he was talking about a while ago, our own way of thinking. You know, the Bible tells us time and time again, I'm going to just kind of show you a few things this morning. Is that all right? You know, one of the areas that is so important today that we understand is that as God is leading and directing and building your life, you know, he's going to build that, your life through the word of God. He's going to build upon that. He's going to build your life through the word of God and through the spirit of God. Those two things you're going to have to understand, they're going to work together. You know, in Proverbs chapter 21, Proverbs chapter 21, verse 2, 
This is a danger through the process because you're going to have to face this personally, each and every one of you. I'm not putting something on you. This is just an understanding of the reality of the, the carnal mind, the fleshly mind, which you did not get born again. Your mind didn't get born again. That's why the Bible tells us in Ephesians, you're going to have to put on the new man, which is created in righteousness and true holiness, and you're going to have to change your form of conversation. You're going to not, and listen, there's going to be some people you can't hang out with because they got a different form of conversation. But you can influence them, and if they're not being influenced... Well, glory to God. Sometimes you're going to have to just walk away from some things. That's what the Bible teaches us. Are you hearing me? Because of the deceptiveness that is at work in some people, in some areas. Listen to this. Proverbs 21, verse 2. Proverbs 21, verse 2 says this, talking about a person. Whatever person that is. Every way of a man is right in his own eyes. You see that? Isn't that something? See, that's where you begin to go, wait a minute. Is my way right? Well, you know what? I've judged this. I've prayed over it and praise the Lord. I, I believe my way is right. Yeah, yeah, I believe my way is right. You didn't pray over it. You didn't pray over it. Well, my way is right. Let me just help you. Did you go to the, the word of God will lead you. It's a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your pathway. You can't trust your mind. You can trust the Holy Ghost in you, but you're going to have to be able to measure that between your voice and his voice. And that's going to be, be an understanding also of how the Holy Spirit talks to us and uses the word of God in you to bring to an understanding of that path and the way and the, the light that will help you to grow and to flourish. Glory to God. So you're not missing it. So you're not kind of just going and making it up as you go. Oh, we like, we, we like to just kind of do that oftentimes. I have to be honest with you. I remember years ago, the Holy Ghost, and I, I don't know if I tell this, I don't know if I want to even tell it right now. Well, praise the Lord. I learned something from a, what a lot of people thought was, wow, that's a very supernatural thing, man. Glory to God. I remember people uh, finding out about that because I try to keep it quiet. Only two people found out, and one of them I only told. But that person told somebody, and that person told everybody. I was like, Lord, have mercy. And everybody come and ask me, I said, mm -hmm. I just got quiet. Because they didn't know what I knew. But they wanted to have that experience. But oftentimes, you learn through those experiences, you know what? And God taught me. I, I was pushing him in a direction that he didn't want me to go, but he allowed me to go to show me some things. Are you hearing me? And he put me in a position to, because I went out there and I got connected with the same kind of people that I was at the moment in my time just because I had strong desire. My strong desire, though, was to obey God. And I was just trying to obey God. And God sent me to, to a group of people that was uh, not obeying God. Yeah. They decided to take matters into their own hands in the spirit. And it was, it was full of the devil. Are you hearing me? Holy Ghost sent me out there, but he's taught me something. You know, I always learn. I, I learn from good things. I learn from negative things. I, don't you think you ought to learn? Yeah. I learned about my own heart in certain areas. Yeah. And the Holy Ghost, I'll never I forget. I did, I did the work God sent me to do, but through it, I also learned more about myself too. And I found out, you know what, God, why was I pushing you so hard to do those things when it wasn't the timing that you wanted me to do it in? But yet you let me do it anyhow. Thank you, Lord, for showing me some stuff about my own self. Yeah. And I found out I can trust God. Amen. Wow. Revelation. Hallelujah. 
Isn't that something? You know, God took, took Joseph from the pit. He went into the prison, wound up in the palace. Huh? And it took his bones and put him in the promised land. Glory to God. He fulfilled. But you know, sometimes we, we don't like the process. Because it doesn't measure up to our ideology or our idea of what that process should look like. Hmm? And this is where we have to renew our mind because the Bible says in Proverbs that a man's way or a person's way, you know, we, 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 we see it how we want to see it. But then the Bible says, but God knows the heart. He examines the heart. He, he's looking at the heart. Amen. Deuteronomy chapter 12, verse 8 says this. Deuteronomy 12, I love this. Very powerful scripture. I'm let them put it up there. Deuteronomy 12, verse 8. And it talks about the same thing that you see in Proverbs. And it actually tells us in Deuteronomy chapter 12, verse 8. It says, you shall not do after all the things that we do here this day. Every man whatsoever is right in his own eyes. Now, I want you to leave that up there. See, the Bible tells us that we should not do what we're doing. Uh, what happened with the children of Israel, uh, they decided to do what was right in their own eyes. And, and you can see this. It says, now, we will not do that any longer. You hear that? Well, we need to endure some things. We need to do some things that's right in the Spirit. And when you're doing things right in the Spirit, glory to God, just like right now, you know, I believe right now the Holy Ghost can just begin to transform and, and take you into new levels. I believe right here in Pursuit Church, we're about to go to a whole other level. I believe God's adding men and women to this church to fulfill the will of God, to do the things and to fulfill their ministries and lives. And, uh, but, you know, we're going to have to be wise. We're going to have to do things in the right way and let God develop and grow and connect and build and do all these wonderful things. But it's so important that we get this focus. Why? So that we can endure. Judges chapter 17, verse 6. Judges chapter 17. If you notice, while they're looking that up, Judges 17, verse 6, the parallels between Proverbs 21 and Deuteronomy 12. There's parallels there. You notice that? Well, why, is, why, why do people choose to do what is right in their own eyes? Now, if you know something's not right in the spirit, that's one thing. Are you with me? If God's moving you doing something, I mean, God's done that for me. God's done that for Pastor Jacob. God does that for, but you know what? He doesn't, he, he sends you, he kind of kicks you upward, not backwards, and not just kind of leave you out there, you know, hanging like with no direction. You know, I don't know, you know, all this kind of stuff. Are you with me? I'm going to be like Abraham. Abraham had a direction. A lot of people get in their mind, well, he didn't know where he was going. That's not what it says. He didn't know where he was going. God even told him, go here. Well, praise the Lord. But we pick up these little Christianese things. Well, glory to God. Anyhow. But there's parallels there. And a lot of that has to do with the fear of God. Now, I've heard Christians say, you know, well, I got the fear of God. Oftentimes I hear it after you've been, after you've been taught, teaching that for a little while. And, and, but my point is, is, is the fear of God will keep you. It will motivate you to do the right thing. And not just how you see it. It will it, it, cause you to go, wait a minute. Mm. Well, praise the Lord. God, I'm going to put you before all my desires, no matter what. I know it's like to be in a place, in a position personally, uh, knowing the will of God, knowing the call of God, having supernatural. I'm talking about things that nobody, nobody, you know, people didn't tell me or anything else, but I mean, I mean, supernatural stuff. Knowing the will of God. And then God telling me, I remember one time, my wife has testimony to this, 
Pastor Jacob and Laney is also testimony to this because they know my story coming from where I come from and doing what I'm doing today and everything else, what we're doing right now. And you're part of something that's not built by man, but built by God and by the will of God. Are you hearing me? This isn't just some kind of group, group thing that we you know we decided one day, hey, let's have them build a church. Let's have this. Yeah, you like Jesus. I like Jesus. You to do church. No, it's not like that. Amen. And in the timing of God, there were certain things. And the Holy Ghost, uh, you know, again, I can, I can, we can get real spiritual. And uh, the Holy Ghost, uh, well, anyhow, he showed me something. And, and he, he, he delayed something. Do you know God's timing is so important? Part of the process. I was, I, was, I was pushing him again. I, I pushed God. Come on, God, you're slow. <laughs> I've pushed this church before. Paul's a witness of that too, you know. And I remember one time, I, man, we, we're going to, glory to God, we're going to push it in, we're all done. And, uh, you know, come on, I'm, 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 for, I'm for doing the will of God, amen. And I've learned, and I remember uh, we had a gentleman here uh, uh, by the name of Dr. Randy Caldwell, and I forget, he and I are driving down the road, <clears throat> and he tells me, he says, he says, brother, I hear the Holy Ghost tell me, don't outrow, don't out, don't outrow the boat. I said, hmm, I, I understand what you're saying, but I didn't want to go there, you know. And uh, so <clears throat> we talked, and anyhow, so I began to just, that wouldn't leave me, so I just prayed over it, prayed over it. It's time of the Olympics as well. And I, I began to look it up. Uh, now, I, for whatever reason, I was watching, and there was an, uh, the Australian... Uh, uh, rowboat, you know, the single boat. I don't know what they, what they call those things. But anyhow, it's a little rowboat. You know, it's a single guy, one dude in it, you know, and he's rowing and he's on the Olympics. Anyhow, so he was talking about this boat that they made. Yeah. Um, he was talking about this boat in particular that was made particularly for him. Do you know they think those things are like custom made for the guy or the girl that, that's rowing them? Anyhow, he says, look, they know my speed. All this stuff is scientific. Man, it's really cool. Anyhow, uh, and so he said, if I, it's designed for my speed, my rowing, the depth and everything. I mean, it, they, they got that thing down. And he said, he said, and this Holy Ghost was teaching me something. And you need to learn. Amen. Because it wasn't just for me. And he was rowing. And, and, and he said, man, I, you know, that, all this scientific understanding, they did a lot of work to develop him in a certain way and that boat for him. And he said, you know, if I, if I row faster... If I think I'm going to push this thing any harder, if I roll faster, you know, I'll slow down. I thought, wow. Hmm, don't out-row the boat. Huh? I remember years ago, I'm standing in the back of the church, and the Holy Ghost said to me, he said, if you'll own where you are right now, and what I put you into and what I connected you to, if you'll own it. You know, Jesus said, God's not going to give you your vision until you fulfill and own another man. Wow. Did you, did you, you ever heard that scripture before? He said, God, God, huh? It's in the Bible. Jesus said that. And I thought, well, praise the Lord. Because oftentimes we're trying to get where we want to be or get what we want and all of this because I know God said and all of these things and, and that's wonderful. But why so many people oftentimes don't make it into that area is because you're not doing things the way God wants you to do it. Oh, well, I don't think so. Well, okay. We'll see. And we get offended. 
Get all, all this kind of stuff going on. Why? Can't endure sound doctrine. Unwilling to change. Because we see things in our own mind. We're not allowing the process to develop us and change us more into his image, more into his will than our own. And we start trying to outrow the boat. Hmm? We're going to speed it up in the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. I remember praying and saying, God, oh God, I'll, I'll do it. You know I will. I'll obey you. You know that. Whatever you want. Now, you didn't even, and at that time, I had no clue, you know, on a lot of things. And the Holy Ghost began to talk to me about certain things, just like I just shared with you. You got to own it. And, but you'll know, you'll know, you'll know in the spirit. I tell you, uh, I, I remember uh, seeking out a, seeking out a church, seeking out a pastor that knew God. I know that sounds funny, but the reality was I found that, you know, there's a lot of people know about him and they like him. There's a difference between knowing him and knowing about him. And that doesn't stop on one Sunday. It stops, you know, the first couple of years you get saved. No, it's something you have to press into. And it's a process of continual going and developing. I remember years ago, somebody told me I was praying for them. And they said, wow, I'll give you two years. And I said, well, I don't know how many years ago that's been now. And why is that? And I started, you know, I have to be honest with you. There's something to that. A lot of times, I have to be honest with you. Listen, guys, you got to go, you got to press beyond your own mind. If you're not developing yourself, you know how you do that? Get in the word of God every day. You say, well, I don't have time. Yes, you do. You got time for a lot of other things. You got time. Make time. Get up earlier. I like 4, 4.30 in the morning. I like that. I, you know. Well, I'll tell you that. I get up early all the time. Get up. I'm tired, but that's all right. You'll be all right. Get up. Feed on the word of God. Get into prayer. Begin to rejoice. Build yourself up. Amen. Thank you for listening to today. If you are wanting more of these timely messages and teachings, go to our website at Pursuit Church Mornington to find all the other ways you can access Pursuit Church ministry and messages.